on your iPod Nano, on your Zoom, on your Sony Ericsson Walkman, or on your MP3 player. This is Woody and Friends with Jack Woody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. This is the very first episode of your new favourite podcast, also known as Woody and Friends. We could be your breakfast show, we may be sat over you at lunch right now, we could be accompanying you on the way home, having dinner with you, or we may even be keeping you company during some unsociable hour of the night, lucky you. But how rude of me, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Jack Woody, and I'll be in the hot seat each and every week. If you aren't fed up with my voice already, you soon will be, trust me. Joining me each and every week will be someone from a rotation of friends, hence the title. Joining me this week is one of my best mates, and what a way to start, by the way. I'm pleased to say that alongside me is the very brilliant Amy P. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hello. I'm <laughs> excited very, to be honest. <laughs> you're, the, you're the very, the very first, first. Um, co-host of uh, Woody and Friends. How do you feel? I feel honoured, very honoured. Never <laughs> honored get picked for dragged... us for nothing. <laughs> honoured <laughs> that I've dragged you on here against your will. <laughs> nah, it's alright. It's paying me off You're on the right. side, but it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, since this is Woody and Friends, I can't be doing everything myself. Otherwise, I might as well have just called it Woody and hosted alone. So, what, what better to prove my selflessness and belief in not defeating the object of a co-presenter by saying this? What are we getting up to on our first show, Amy? Jack, uh, coming up on our first episode, we have some storytelling. More on that in a little bit later, though. Um, towards the end of the show, myself and Woody will be joined by our resident quizzer, Bryony, and we'll be going toe-to-toe for the first edition of Best of Luck, mate. However, more on that later, plus much more hopeful hilarity, as well as bucket loads of standard stupidity you'll be accustomed to in the incoming weeks and months right here on Woody and Friends. Right, um, so how do we know each other? How long have you been lumbered with me for? About was it five, five years nearly, isn't it? Yeah, well, probably almost coming up six now. Um, five or six, I can't yeah, remember. It's a bit of a blur, a really. It's just, I don't know. The, five the years, years have flown you know, by. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. So while researching things to discuss um, on this show, I came across a Facebook group by the name of Dull Men's Club. It, yes. it does exactly what it says on the tin. So it's pretty much self-explanatory. It goes by the name Dull Men's Club. It's full of dull men, really. Um, and some of the stuff on there is just so beautifully boring. Um, I'm going to read a few now. So first of all, this comes from Paddy. So I have a new kebab shop near me, and I've popped into the shop a couple of times, and it's very nice. However, when leaving the shop, the owner leans over the counter and insists you fist bump him on the way out, which I find disturbing and a bit more exciting than buying a kebab should be. Do any other members have to go through this exciting ritual to leave a kebab shop after what is an otherwise dull experience of kebab buying? 60, size 10, or 11 in Dot Martins. This is how they sign off. They Each kind of poster on yeah. there signs off by doing their age and shoe size for some reason. 60, size you know, 10, or 11 in Dot Martins, and beginning to wonder if a kebab is worth the hassle. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I know exactly what you're on about as well. I've come across this many times and I find it absolutely hilarious, especially the sign offs as well. Some of the stuff is very unhinged on there, but it's brilliant. <laughs> it's pretty much like my whole Facebook feed, really. Um, this comes from Mark. I've been watching The Weakest Link over the last few weeks and keep score of every correct answer I get in each round, comparing my performance to the corresponding round and total score from previous episodes I've watched. My average total score is 73. I do the same with Mastermind, but my average is much lower. Mark, 38, partial to a quiz. <laughs> it's just so quiz. stupid. Love it. Do you know what, though? I think a lot of these are 
almost like little confessions that no one actually ever owns up to. We all do this. It's, or we all sort or, of think these things, yeah. but no one actually admits to it. It's confessions that we all kind of have, but no one really cares about. It's not as if they're yeah. kind of any any sort of interest in admission or anything like that. You're not going to, you know, it's not going to cancel you or you're not going to own your place in hell off the back of these. Uh, the roof of my house features in the ITV series Mr. Bates versus the Post Office. It also features the inside and out of our village hall. But this is my favourite bit. This is, <laughs> this is my favourite bit. I was away when they did the filming and met none of the cast or crew. Oh, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> Forever it's famous just, roof, though. The build-up of it is just... yeah. It's off like, you know, this is going to be quite juicy. No, I, I didn't meet any of them. Oh. Uh, we'll come back to some more a little bit later. Uh, so... This is a story that does the rounds every single kind of new year, or it's it's a bit of lazy journalism, really. So this is about a couple um, who do the lottery every week. I'll read the story. A couple from Hertfordshire were left absolutely heartbroken after they missed out on winning £182 million on the lottery. Rachel Kennedy, 19, and Liam McCrone, 21, had all the winning numbers, however did not bag the eye-watering amount of money as the payment for the ticket had not gone through. The couple had played the same numbers 6, 12, 22, 29, 33, 6 and 11 for five weeks before they all appeared in the draw. Rachel's lottery account was set to automatically purchase the same numbers repeatedly but did not go through due to insufficient funds on the account. So that's that's not the worst bit, right? So Euromillions have got wind of this story uh, and they've they've Mm. said, we are aware of Rachel's story and hope she gets in early to buy a ticket for the next big draw. (laughs) That's their response. What a slap in the face. <laughs> exactly. We have a £20 million must-be-won lotto jackpot up for grabs on Saturday, so wish her the best of luck in that or any future draws. I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> they don't. They don't. It's, it's quality. Oh, that's just sad, isn't it, that there's like insufficient funds. There was probably like a penny off and then no exactly. taken all away from you. Oh, I'll be fuming. Bless them. So this has got me thinking, what is the unluckiest moment that you've experienced oh god how long you got <laughs> just <laughs> my life is just a got, bunch of unfortunate the, moments the, the perks of not being on the radio is we've got an unlimited amount of time so please i've got a cup of tea here please carry on <laughs> please fill me in oh god well as you know jack um we a bit of background on myself and woody we actually used to work in a shop together and hmm. i it, I, uh, God, he's seen me go through many, many uh, terrible, terrible days at that place. And I just had very unfortunate luck there. Um, As I was a manager there, I did have to open and close um, the particular shop. And um, when I was at one particular location, the forklift truck would break on me every single late shift. And it was always me that had to deal with it whether it was uh, a burst of hydraulic fluid, uh, getting it stuck in a gully, um, you know, all the control <laughs> control levers snapping off, you name it, it happened. And it would only happen on my late shift. I didn't even drive the bloody thing. That's what annoyed me. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't even sit on the thing and it would break every time. So, yeah, I just, I dreaded every shift I had in that place because I knew something was going to happen. So... Um, oh god, there's just 
there's countless, isn't there? We could be here all day discussing yeah. this, and I've I've got one that I've thought of. And, oh yes, and it's go for by it. no by no means as long and drawn out as yours. When I was about how old was I? I must have been about seven or eight. I was mm-hmm. on holiday um, at a popular resort, uh, Centre Parks. Other resorts are available, of course. Um, <laughs> probably been there about half an hour, um, yeah. and I ran into a glass door. And that oh, was Jack. that was. That was about it. And I'm sure, as we, we've known each other so well for so long, I'm not sure that really surprises you, the level of clumsiness that I have. But I'm sure you, uh, I, mean, I know I know you're you're as clumsy, if not more clumsy than me. So. I know. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. And um, any time there's stairs involved, it's just going wrong for me. Um, yeah, which let's, let's could not... lead into another bad luck story. Is, um, I live in a place with two flights of stairs and I still continue to fall down them all the time. Um, I think I did fall down one time. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did fall down those one time. They're very, very fall downable stairs. Um, It actually reminds me, um, and I didn't actually write this down in preparation, but I remember briefly I did the same job as you, didn't I? Yes, Uh, yeah. In a a, a different (laughs) branch. And I was running late for work that day and I had to put all the cash um, in the till. I was rushing. There was already customers queuing up, all wanting to pay in cash. And I'm rushing away and I knock the till with one of my arms all the coins come oh, crashing on the floor not a single person helps oh uh, yeah that sounds about right as well oh uh, yeah, do you know to what be fair, just we've both been there bring back so much trauma to me right now because there was a day where i've done the same thing i've dropped not only one till two tills and i don't know if anyone from a retail background knows or it might just be the particular way that this company systems work if you two drop two tills together you don't know how much money's supposed to go in each one and that was an <laughs> absolute blather and when you've got people waiting to go home you've got about 10 minutes to cash something up you just feel like setting the whole place on fire and walking away awful you're just on edge <laughs> the whole time aren't you in retail oh, really honestly. i don't know if anyone can relate to that but especially when you know you're, you're the person that's caused this this, this delay for him and you, you you've got like countless people just all staring at you i would have i would have let them beat me up honestly it's always on a day where things have gone wrong or you're in a rush or it's been a bit of a naff day and you just want to go home and then all this stuff just appears out of nowhere i was hoping that day someone would just knock me out and i wouldn't have to deal with the rest of the day but yeah that was not fun so i feel your pain very much (laughs) on that jack very much it was like a domino effect, isn't it, really? Like one thing goes wrong. Do you know what? On that day, speaking and, of bad luck, so I then went out to leave. I was officially done for that day. Got out late, which was already fun. Got in my car, battery was dead. So mm. I was like, <laughs> I just thought, oh, no. yeah, sounds about right. I was supposed to be in early the next day. Oh, I might dear. as well just sleep in my car or I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, I've officially had enough. There was a kebab shop around the corner. I was just going to go in there and sulk for a little while, but just had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Anyway, that brings us to the first ever instalment of this. Yes, indeed. It's time for storytelling. Uh, so the way it works is simple. Me and Jack take turns telling each other a story we've prepared, which can be real or can be fake. Uh, both of us have to convince each other our story's real, 
and we'll ask each other questions before making our decision. Okay. Do you know what a fall curry is? A, a what, sorry? A fall curry. So it's like the hottest curry, I think. I think it's the oh, hottest curry no. known, known to mankind, really. Oh, wow. Um, no, but okay. I'm definitely going to Google it later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, please do. Uh, my uncle was the first ever Englishman to eat a fall curry. He is a lifelong curry enthusiast and runs a blog all about curries he tries. Each time he reviews a curry from his favourite restaurant, he opens with, The boys have smashed it again. They're the most biased reviews in the world, but he enjoys writing them. My uncle is known by all the staff in his local curry house as the foul man, and there's a picture of him and all the staff on the wall at the reservation desk. The staff see him as a hero for being the first ever Englishman they'd serve to eat every bite without breaking even the most minuscule amount of sweat. The chef even came out to pose for a picture with my uncle as they shook hands. He's also barred from entering their annual hot curry contest they run for their punters, largely due to it being unfair on other competitors, but also because he's on the taste testing committee, trying out new sauces concocted by the head chef. In the meetings, he's known for remarks such as make me cry curry sauce and make it so hot it burns my taste buds off just by looking at it. So what do you think? Do you think that's true or do you think I'm blowing smoke out of my backside? No, because you're you're very good at saying stuff with a straight face as well and Mm. um, always very convincing. God, that's tough. Because what I gather from you and your family, Jack, is you are all very... You love you love writing a little um, little blog or something, so it wouldn't surprise me that you yeah, have something like that. Never heard of this curry in my life, um, but it might just be me. I tend to live under a rock a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, oh god, it's tricky. So, can I can I ask you some questions? Of course or, you can. Right. When did this all start then? So it's he's been. Like I say, he's a lifelong curry enthusiast, so he is. We're probably going yeah. back about twenty years or so. Right. Okay. Oh, mate, this is a tricky one. Uh, right. So he he writes, but he's on a taste testing committee. Yeah, he's known in he's known in our local um, curry house as, as like the man who who uh, who likes spicy curry. They named a curry after him. No, they haven't named a curry after him. That's his nickname. The Farm Man is his is his nickname. But they probably oh, would at some point name curry after him. I was going to say, he needs to jump on that and get a curry named after him and all. Um, is there more people like him? Has he got like a little... Uh, I uh, not, not that I... I community. Oh, not that I'm aware. I mean, I think he's, his blog has uh, like a fair following. Like minor. We're not talking huge numbers, but I don't know, about 100 people or so. Do you Have you ever gone uh, and eaten this curry? I've not eaten a far because I, I I can't as much as I like spice I can't handle that much and it's like super hot I don't know where it would lie on that the Scoville scale but it's, uh, it's 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 up there like people sweat eating it oh god I'm just trying to think of how I can uh, investigate this a little bit more where is this curry house oh uh, it's, it's about 10-15 minutes away from us because um, we kind of all live close together as a family um, so mm. it's in our, it's in our local, one of our local towns. I want it to be true. So you're going true? Yeah, mainly because I just want it to be true. <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> well, on. it's false. I'm going to say it's true. It's no, false. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> my day. Yeah, that's, oh, that's no. absolutely false. So I made that up all myself. Um, 
My uncle doesn't even like curry. I was gonna say, what the hell is a far curry? <laughs> no, 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 sorry, no, no, no. The far curry is, is real. That's that's. Oh, it's real. Only, oh, okay. The only real sorry. bit is spelled P H A double L. Um, so have a Google of that later. <laughs> but that, that is uh, that is absolutely I was real. I ready to like, go for a curry with your uncle. <laughs> no, it's uh, no. Unfortunately, as much as he does love curry, he uh, he isn't the curry enthusiast that I profess him to be. No. <laughs> so we'll, 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 do a, we'll, <laughs> we'll do yours a little <laughs> bit later. Um, so, so that's storytelling for now. In part two, some more of the same. The first ever game of best of luck, mate, and some general chit-chat all coming up in a bit. This is Woody and Friends with Jack Woody and myself, Amy P. Catch up in just a moment. Woody and Friends, sponsored by Supermarket's own brand lager. We're not being paid or anything, but Woody's probably gone to the fridge to get one. Back in a tick. Enjoying the show? Got a funny story you'd like us to cover? Perhaps you'd like to join in with some storytelling, or maybe you just want to send us pictures of your dinner. Reach out, woodyandfriendspod at hotmail.com. Sounds professional, doesn't it? A lad who officially has a mild addiction to football manager and can often be found in the pub, and someone who's been dragged on to listen to this drivel. This is Woody and Friends. Sorry. Welcome back to the inaugural episode of Woody and Friends with Jack Woody and Amy P. As promised, in part two, we'll be testing our trust in one another once more in storytelling. As well, a bit of this and a bit of that, and we'll round things off by going toe-to-toe in best of luck, mate. Right, okay. So, as we said earlier, um, or as I said earlier, rather, uh, I'm going to go through some more. We're going to be going through some more uh, Dole Men's Club posts. Uh, So, I've got two more here in front of me. So, this one comes from Warren. Uh, finally replacing one of our 60-year-old taps, waiting for better weather before scheduling the plumber. The new unit has already arrived and I've been going to the garage just to look at it, sometimes in the middle of the night. Love that. <laughs> Did you say really? 60-year-old tap? Yeah, I don't know how it's lasted that long. Obviously, you and I That's both know having kind of done a similar... Worked mm, uh, alongside similar products before, let's say. Um, so that's that's done well to... I'm very impressed. Something nowadays will just will last about a week nowadays. Okay, so final one from this. Um, This one comes from Andy. I've been pondering this for a while. Some train drivers sound their horn with a traditional Nina, or sometimes an elongated Nina, but some just go Nina or Nana. I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why. Do they have a little code like a bit like? It might be different horn. You know, different horn sounds mean. Or if it just all means get out the bloody way. Um, I don't know. What, a train? I hear the train. <laughs> well, <laughs> you never know. Someone's wondering. Well, yeah, I mean, it's happened before, the tracks it? And they're like, come on, get out of the way. Um, I remember when I was a kid and I used to go to a train station. Um, sometimes, if there was a bunch of kids all on the train, the, not on the train track, um, but on the platform. Sometimes the train drivers would just do it to just shit people up and have a bit of fun. So our, our ice cream van driver used to do that as well. All right. If, um, I was did he terrified. The, did, did he change the song when, when like you saw another ice cream van or something? No, like you would just be minding your own business, walking down the street, and all of a sudden it would be like, bah! like it would just blur <laughs> out the sound and scare the crap out of people. You could see him laughing and driving off. Like a white menace to society, but. <laughs> Lovely guy, don't get me wrong, but he obviously got very bored. Psycho behaviour, nice street too. Yeah, gonna mess with everyone. And because he was like the only ice cream guy about, he knew he could get away with it. 
And if we've got any, if we do happen to have any train drivers listening, please can you answer their question because that's uh, yeah, definitely that's something uh, quite clearly a few people want to know, myself and Amy included. So I've got a few more stories. Uh, so this one is an Ontario woman's unusual talent earned her a Guinness World Record when she blew a forty-four point one decibel whistle using her nose. Lulu Lotus, who her learned nose. she could, yeah, I know, no idea. Because you know when you've got like, a bit of a cold, you're a bit coldy at the moment, I'm sure like when, you, when yeah. you're a bit blocked up, you've got a bit of congestion. Every time you kind of breathe out your nose, it makes a little whistling sound. Presumably that's what she's got. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, how'd you get it that loud? It must sound like she's <laughs> screaming, but through her nose. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a clip somewhere. I haven't actually looked at the clip. But anyway, so Lulu Lotus, who learned she could whistle using her nose at the age of seven. So this, I've... I read this story already, but I didn't pick up on this bit. Who learned she could whistle using her nose at the age of seven? Has she got a permanent seven. cold, or is you know, is is it just like an unusual talent? I really need to see the clip. Actually, I should have. Yeah, there uh, must be something going on it. there. She got like a hole in there or something. You know what I mean? Like through the <laughs> yeah. middle of her nose, like an extra thing going on. It's quite cool, actually. Quite a cool little talent. <laughs> so she earned the record for the loudest noise whistle in the world when she visited. Acoustics Engineering Limited and had her whistle loudness measured in a specialised room designed for precision recording. Lotus said she may make another attempt to beat her own record. I would love to attempt an even louder whistle, she told Guinness World Records. The nose whistler said her five-year-old son is following in her footsteps and recently discovered his own nose whistling ability. It would be a dream come true if he could beat my record one day, she said. I've got so (laughs) many questions about this, so... Also, I think it's quite sweet that it's like a now a family tradition. Yeah, it runs um, in the family. Nose whistle. I suppose yeah. there's worse kind of things to must run be, in the family, isn't well, it? Well, definitely. Um, there must be some kind of genetics thing going on there. But whenever I read or hear stories like this, and they go, "Oh yeah, we, you know, recorded at this fancy how." Like, how did you yeah, go about I mean, that? Like, she must have. She must have gone through Guinness. Or she must have like approached him and gone. Like, I reckon I've got the loudest nose whistle in the world. And they're probably like, oh, go for yeah, it. Love. Yeah, let's, bet. Let's hear your it. Head, be it. <laughs> I'd love to work at Guinness World Records. I bet they it would, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Get some hilarious stuff. Well, maybe if we if we this pod takes off a little bit, you can get someone on who uh, who may work for Guinness World Records, or maybe we can amazing. even do we can even go and experience what they do and you know document it. I'm sure no one else has done that before. I mean, there's not any, there's not other really many podcasts. In, yeah, <laughs> there's not really many podcasts in the world. It's completely, it's totally not a uh, saturated market whatsoever. No. So one more story I've got here: a man sporting what appears to be a small disco shed on his head, blaring electronic music and blasting fire through a chimney, was spotted walking down a residential street in Bristol. Oh my god! Once again, I've got so many questions. A again, shed there's there, on yeah, his head. It's, it's a tiny little shed. I did see a little clip of it, but he's got a like it, it's small. It's a tiny little shed. It's not a full size shed because that'd be an even better feat there. But he's, 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 I don't know why I'm signing it out with my hands because this isn't on video and you can't see me either. But it's like <laughs> no. a small, it's like a small, um, almost like a birdhouse kind of thing, but big enough oh. to go over this guy's head. And it's got pyrotechnics it's... as well. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Um, loud dubs... <laughs> it is. It's, it's, I'm, I might have to get involved. It reminds loud... me of someone it, where I live. There's a person who walks around the streets that has different funky hats on all the time. Um, some of them move as well. Like they, One day they've got a pig hat on. <laughs> Next thing they've got a funky light-up one. It's great. Right. 
Your, your town it. is just full of full of strange people. All it? I do in any time I'm bored, I just look out the window because I'm always going to see something very strange, whether it's people got some funky stuff going on or fighting or I, I don't know. There's a lot of... And well, I live by just, a river just... as well. <laughs> and the party boat comes by every now and then. That's always oh, wow. hilarious. Amy, throw yeah. your TV away. You don't need it. You just, just you've got... Oh. As much free entertainment as you could want out your window, especially I'm living not paying like my TV license anymore because exactly. I'm just looking out the window now. <laughs> I'm sure no one from Ofcom is listening to this. Oh yeah, please. Um... Uh, I do pay my TV license. <laughs> just want to put that out there. <laughs> um. So yeah, and you, you you live obviously in really close proximity to a pub, don't you? Or several pubs around the, around your your way. So I'm sure they all yeah. kind of filter through. I... The other, where I live, um, literally behind my wall is against a pub. So, um, yeah, I get to see Friday nights, Saturday nights, always very interesting, quite entertaining. (laughs) It's always entertaining when it's your own family as well. To be fair, to be fair though, I mean, (laughs) it's it's sometimes bad enough when I go to the pub on a Friday uh, about Mm. four o'clock in the afternoon. I dread to think what it's like. Around, like say, like nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night, when when all the pubs are kicking people out, it's a different world where you live. It's what gets me is you get the kick out time of between anywhere from eleven and twelve, and you know you see the chaos that ensues afterwards, and then there's just a period of complete peace and silence, and then it hits like two, three o'clock, and just random people appear out of nowhere. And then they do the craziest things. Like the other day, um, I got woken up to a bit of commotion. And because I'm really nosy as well, I was like, whoop, straight out the window. What's going on? What's happening? And I just watched these two guys just arguing with each other in the middle of the street, you know, doing their thing. So I was just kind of invested watching, like, what's going on? You know, Um, and then one guy just straight up threw a bike at the other guy. um, (laughs) And they were just throwing this bike back and forth at each other like was there someone stood in the middle was it like a piggy in the middle type thing no just two guys two you should have gone you should have gone down you could you should have gone down and and helped out been piggy in the middle you're only about five foot two aren't you so yeah (laughs) you would have that would not have hit you no i could have just quite easily sat underneath that just watch it ensued but yeah just thrown it between themselves like they were playing catch um not actually bothering to have a proper punch up with each other i'm not saying i'm encouraging them fighting but it was just the strangest thing i've ever watched and they (laughs) threw the bike so effortlessly as well it's amazing they're Um, like npcs aren't they they're just kind of like people that don't exist during the day and you know all of a sudden just call out at night and do the randomest things probably because they think i don't know and that's why i believe they're npcs because what are these guys getting up to? <laughs> and why do they always appear like at three o'clock, like the witching hour? They're like, dun dun dun, going to cause chaos through a small town. Like three o'clock um, on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> yeah. Like I, the, the other night as well, I was just watching this guy continuously. I hope he's all right, but he was continuously headbutting the bus uh, stop. So I don't know what was going on there. Um, but he did that a couple of times, drank his beer, and then just went home. So, classic it's just, just little Saturday town. night. Yeah, it, is, it really is a wonderful town. 
plenty of pubs and that's probably a side effect of the sheer amount of pubs that there are in There's your town a pub like every 10 meters yeah and I'm it's, not it's wonderful lying. i've been on a pub crawl <laughs> there before and it's it's always been a, it's always been a great many a pub crawl actually it's always been a great evening mm. well that's one thing as well that people will probably find about england is that most towns you go into there will be hundreds of pubs just scattered everywhere <laughs> um, especially the smaller towns. I mean, the town I live in is a Tudor town, so they didn't have much to do back then except from drink. So hell yeah, it just continues to the tradition today. People. So what if I if I got ever like offered a time machine or try one out, I would just go back to Tudor times and just stay there because you know just drink. You know how much I love a drink yeah. as well. Well, it wasn't it. Um, I I don't know my timings very well, and I don't know when this occurred but i know at one point it was you had to drink the alcohol because the water wasn't even clean enough oh yeah i've heard i have heard of that actually yeah um so that was crazy and i mean i would not drink out that river um no with the amount of tesco's trolleys and whatnot that's in it (laughs) so um i would not yeah um but yeah, it's it's madness. I mean, it'd probably be a laugh, apart from all like the diseases and plagues. And I mean, I'm a woman, so I would be hung for being a witch or whatever. But other than that, <laughs> it probably would have been a laugh. Anyway, so going back to this story, as loud dubstep, dubstep music played, the flames spurted out of the chimney to the rhythm. Coloured lights also mm. appeared to be flashing inside the shed. It's great, isn't it? I, I want one. It's great. Oh, yeah, definitely. Next Christmas present, this is going to be. <laughs> Um, Edward Jenkins filmed the man after spotting him in the St. Werberg's area of the city. I assume this is still Bristol they're talking about. My wife mm. and I took an evening stroll around the area, the 35-year-old said. Hearing the distinctive music, we stumbled across Shedhead walking walking down the street, and I whipped out my camera. He was being chased by a few people, but by the time they came around the corner, he'd disappeared. Oh. This person was casually strolling around with a perfect miniature wooden house on their head, which was blasting out dubstep, and then, as if that wasn't enough, actual fire came out the chimney. <laughs> I just, just want to know the thought process behind it. I know, what I know. What makes a person do that? <laughs> it's just it's chaos, isn't it? Um, so before we uh, have a go at best of luck, mate. While I was researching these stories, I always get clickbait. So it's it's been around for years and years and years. Um, in its in its infancy, it was just the most kind of bizarre or kind of surreal story that you could uh, yeah. find to generate clicks really that's probably the worst explanation ever uh, but i'm sure most of our listeners yeah, if any will be uh, will be terminally online just like myself um so i've gathered uh, how many i've got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve so, yeah twelve um clickbait headlines that are either i mean i would say they're real is probably a stretch but they're the ones that are actually real clickbait headlines and which ones i've made up so oh, see if you can guess okay. which ones they are. <clears throat> so here we go. Take a look inside Whoopi Goldberg's repulsive home. Real or fake? It's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure she's got a lovely up. house. I'm going to say that's true. You're correct. Because... That is real. That is real. Um... <laughs> Honestly, like you could... <laughs> and the thing is, you, you'll click on something like that and there won't even be a picture of her house. No, exactly. I mean, I, I can't say I've clicked on it. I've just, I've just seen it out there in the wild. <laughs> um, man eats pizza every day for a year. You won't believe what happened to his thumbs. Real or fake? I used to work with him. <laughs> Me and you both know someone who does that. Um, yes. Oh my god, I didn't even clock that. 
Yeah. yeah. Probably about him. It probably is, isn't it? And he didn't even realise he got interviewed. Um, <laughs> well, the fact is, I know there's people out there that do that. So I want to say, yeah. Fake. You won't believe what happened to his <laughs> <No>. thumbs. <laughs> to be fair, though, I'd probably click on that. I'd well, know. if you've got... I'm not, I'm not trying to get too sciencey because, and I probably will be talking out my ass because I don't know a lot. But obviously, if you have a very unhealthy diet, or I know, unfortunately, sometimes when you have things like diabetes, you can end up losing body parts. So that's yeah. where my thought process was Let going. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even get that, Christy? I, I have, I have no idea. Honestly, it's <laughs> not something I want either. So if if you find out, tell me so I can av- so I can avoid getting it. Um, will the leprosy <laughs> later on <laughs> important notes uh, will the world end on Saturday I'm not asking you this well, I can't, I, I'm asking you if this is clickbait or not I'm not actually asking you if the world's going to end on Saturday because I hope it doesn't because I've got plans this weekend yeah I get paid on Monday and I, oh, I thought you were saying yeah the world will end no um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> so what are we saying I want my Real or fake? Friday <laughs> I don't know because I do this all the time like what's that there's that lady um, that blind lady that's always predicting. Oh, like, the one that's been dead for about year. 25 years or so. Yeah, yeah Baba Vanga, her like, name is, oh. I think. And she, she died she in like the 90s, this. and she's, yeah, she still makes predictions that are the most vague things. It's a bit like when you, not that I'm endorsing the gutter press, but you get newspapers that have like uh, horoscopes in them, and they're always the most vague things that can apply to literally anyone. So it's probably yeah. the same. I'm not really read much into. Uh, the late Baba Vanga's predictions, but there we go. So what are we saying? Will the world end on Saturday, real or fake? I'm gonna say real, but then again, I was promised I was gonna die in 2012. Wasn't that supposed <laughs> to be the end of the world? But there you go. That's dark. But I'll go true. <laughs> that is yeah. correct. Yeah, that's that's a real one. Doesn't shock me. Who'd have thought a man talking about his arm would be so interesting? Real or fake? What is the point? <laughs> what is the point? I don't mean to like crap on anyone's life but or anyone's arm or, or anyone's arm that, by the way but how can you write an article like that and then think yeah i've made it like what the actual it's to make you click that is so, true that true. Is true yeah um, correct it is uh it's real oh god why <laughs> what is it even oh, i guess you don't know what it's about no i have i, I need to actually find this because i just found a load and just made some up Elon Musk announces generous giveaway. Claim your 180 million Japanese yen now or regret it forever. Nah, false. Correct. Just, I made that one up. Yeah, he's not giving anything away. <laughs> uh, 21 celebs who have grown into horrible looking creatures. I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, correct. <it> is true. <laughs> I suppose they're just. As soon as you're in the public eye, they're just harsh and they're just like. Honestly, yeah. Going back to the gutter press, isn't it? It's quite on brand, really, for the papers like the Mail or the Sun or wherever. Um, Dermatologist hates him. Man, ninety six, looks thirty two. Ninety (laughs) six. Yep, looks thirty two. Wow! Surprised they're stealing his blood or something to make medication for it. Um, I'm going to say false, though. That is false, correct. Ah. Unlock the secrets winning the Iranian lottery with this mind-blowing weird trick. Jackpot awaits. That's just like every ad that pops up <laughs> anytime you're on site like Facebook. So I'm going to say that's true. It's actually fake. I made that one up. Oh, oh, well, nice. It sounds like something that I see quite a lot. <laughs> Very believable. Um, 
19 peanut butter recipes that will take you to heaven and back. True, and I want... I need you to tell me that. Actually, no, it is true. Um, and I will I will mm. find that for you after we finish, Amy. Thank you. Peanut I'm, I'm butter sure, is very versatile. I mean, I'm sure I that you need 19 of them in your life. 19? 19, 19 yeah. recipes. 19 peanut butter much. recipes. I Maybe bet they're all different. the same thing, which is like... Yeah, <laughs> in different containers uh, or something. Yeah. Uh, Mum has no idea why baby sister has texted, I'm baby. Then mum realises what she's done. How boring. Just, what? I'm baby. That's that's I'm, the. It's not I'm I'm but, a baby or I'm the baby. It's yeah. I'm baby. But what gets me right is there's a million and one things. Oh god, I get strange texts all the time. But I've never thought I'm gonna contact someone and I'm gonna get them to write a news article out to the world about this weird text. I just once again, how do you go about that? But I'm gonna say true. <laughs> um, it is true. It is true. Oh, I'm just disappointed, but it's fine. <laughs> Shocking footage. Come dine with me. Contestant takes Rue to a whole new level. You won't believe what happened at dinner. I'm gonna say true because I love watching all the really outrageous Clementine stories where they all fight each other because someone didn't get a score that they wanted. So I'm gonna say true. So actually, it's fake. I made that one up, but I'm oh. sure there is. I'm sure there actually is one out there um, that's not clickbait, and it's just uh, a compilation or something. Oh, you should watch it. There's one ways. Like... Oh, I do. What I do. I do watch it. I do watch it. I'm. Uh, I'm a. It's one of them programs that I put on when nothing else is on, but I end up just watching about nine of them back to back. Is that? I, I don't know. There's that meme or something that where it's like you're a horrible little person, Jane, or something. Like oh that. yeah, what a sad mm. little life, Jane. That's it, yeah. Love that. <laughs> Dear Lord. That's um, just a British pop culture, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. It is. And finally, he cuts the handle off his toilet brush. Why? Pure genius. Just... <laughs> why? Um... <laughs> exactly, why? Just why, yeah. Why? Uh, I'm going to say false, but it's probably true. It's true. But, uh, uh, yeah. So let me see. It's, just, it's dumb. So of course it was going to be true. But why did he cut it off? I I, I don't know. I will. I'll again. I'll find this for you because I didn't. I didn't read <laughs> into it. I just thought. You know what? Let's uh, let's have a little bit of fun with this. So you scored eight out of twelve. So you did actually very. You did. You did really well. You did really well. Oh, I'm proud. Okay. Proud, um, I feel a little bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to this. Thank you, Amy, and welcome back to Storytelling. For the amnesiacs amongst you, here's a refresher of the rules. Myself and Amy will tell each other a story which has either genuinely happened to us or we could be blind smokers at our backsides. Uh, once one of us has told <laughs> our stories, we have, to, we have to ask questions to ascertain whether or not we're bluffing. Ready? Okay. Yes. Have you got your story? I do, but I might just give you a sentence and then let you ask okay. some questions. Yeah, let's do it a bit differently. Sure. Um, so... Once when I was young, I enjoyed breaking into a swimming pool, but I would never actually swim in the swimming pool because I was too scared and I used to think sharks were in swimming pools. And there you go. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I know you're a bit worried about me having heard a, uh, one of these stories before, um, but I haven't actually, so... Hmm, okay. I, I've t- um, just a bit of a background is that I have waffled on about a lot of stuff to Jack. So he usually knows 
many of the strange things that's happened in my life. So Or been there for them, really, as well. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I'm hoping I can get away with this a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, that might, that might have given me a little bit of a hint. But anyway, um, so was this was this swimming pool far from your house? Uh, it was in my town. Probably took about half hour to walk through. Okay. Um, and had this? I, I assume this swimming pool had closed down, or was it was it still was it still open? No, still open. Is it still open today? Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Sounds, <laughs> that um, sounds quite bad, but. Okay. Um, how old were you? Do you remember? Ooh, uh, maybe like fourteen or fifteen. Okay. Um, and was oh, it God, was it just you? Oh, um, was you? Um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there was pro- there was a group of us, definitely, probably about maybe like five or six of us, okay. including and myself. Was it like school friends or college friends or what of people? You yes, school people. I know you're quite the yob in secondary, so um... the yob. <laughs> Still are. Um, <laughs> okay, um, I am gonna go true. And you would be correct, sir. Hey, I'd, I'd not heard that story before, actually. So, you did you did really well to uh, come up with one that you've not told me because, as you say, you're a you're a self confessed waffler. Um, uh, so. <laughs> it's terrible. Good. So I never did anything too illegal, by the way. Never caused any damage. Just want to put that out there. Put and I never actually got there. in the pool because I I don't like water very much. So I just. Just chilled on the sidelines, not doing. And were there and were there sharks in there? There was not, but whoever thought it was a funny idea to paint a killer whale on the bottom of a swimming pool <laughs> is a nutter. <laughs> like, why did you do that? It's not even fun for kids. That's what's traumatised me from a young age. Like, why do people do that? I hate it. Like, there's all <laughs> dolphins and stuff, and they're not nice-looking dolphins either. They're just traumatising. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm. Uh, that was. I, I'd like to say that was a. Uh, that was a bit of a success, really. A success. Mm. Successful first run of uh, stories. We didn't actually run through that at all before we uh, started recording. So that went swimmingly. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a few prepared just in case um, Jack clocks on, and I was getting a bit nervous actually that he would remember everything. Um, <laughs> We'll, um, I'm we'll, 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 we'll save those from another time then in that case because uh, we'll, we'll put this to the test if I actually was listening to anything you did say uh, back then um, so that's that's that for storytelling I'm sure that'll be back um, either next episode or, or whenever we can uh, we can sit down again um, so that takes us to best of luck mate an individual with a wealth of talent hilarity and great chat alongside Jack Woody for their sins it's okay. They're only here out of politeness. Okay, so this brings us to our new game we like to call Best of Luck, mate. Uh, and I'm very pleased to say that joining us now from Sunny Stoke is our resident adjudicator and fellow friend of mine, Bryony. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Perfect. Um, so... Here's how it works. So Amy and I will go head-to-head in a battle of wits, listing as many items as we can relating to a given topic within 30 seconds. For instance, this could be types of fruit. If one of us run out of ideas before the timer ends, we say, best of luck, mate. Uh, 
and the other person takes over for the remaining time. Friday will be keeping track of the points and they'll have the final say on whether we give valid answers. So we'll each have a couple of goes ourselves and we'll see how things go. Amy, do you want to go first? Um, Bryony, how many have you got? Um, how, how many kind of topics have you have you got? Um, I just did the two, but I can okay. take more if you want more. <laughs> we'll see how the first okay. two go first, and then we'll um, <laughs> we'll take it from there. Okay, so I've got two topics, and you'll be able to tell that I was hungry when I thought of these. So the first topic <laughs> is types of chocolate. Okay, thirty seconds oh from now. Right, uh, white chocolate, chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate. Uh, chili chocolate, car- caramel chocolate, um, ruby chocolate, uh, oh, salty chocolate, um, Lindor chocolate. I don't know if that counts. I was going to uh, say, but I didn't want to interrupt the timer. Chocolate bars are valid, so if you wanted to say like, okay. Uh, so. Did you write down how many that Amy got just then? Sorry, I yeah. should have said. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, okay. Um, and so you, you didn't pass it to me at all, so I'm on zero points um, and, and Amy's on eight. Okay, oh. uh, my go. Right, so what's my topic, bro? Okay, so carrying on with the food theme, your topic is pizza toppings. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds started now. Okay, um, I'm going to go cheese. I'm a vegetarian, but ham, pepperoni, uh, spinach, cheese. Ooh. Best of luck, mate. <laughs> um, pineapple, salami, anchovies, artichokes, olives, chicken, sweet corn. <laughs> <laughs> Did better than me. Um, I'm just what, running through like the Domino's pizza menu in my head. Oh, yeah, well, you do live. You do. Well, <laughs> I suppose tactic. you live around the corner from yeah. a, from a pizza place. Okay, so yeah. that round, Amy got seven. Jack, you got five, but you said cheese twice. Oh no, did I? So, oh. Okay, I have so given I... you a point for both times you said cheese, which feels a little bit generous, but you know. Oh, okay, I'll take that. This is our first, our Amy first was go. the ultimate winner there. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do two more rounds? How quick thirty seconds is! I know, I know. It's, uh, it's. I should have thought about that when devising the rules, but it's a little bit competitive competition. So, mm. okay. Um, Amy, do you want to go? I don't know if you can think of another topic, bro. I um, I've actually just been having a chat with my mum about all the different types of potatoes, like all the different things <laughs> that you can do with potatoes. Another okay. food one. I'm absolutely okay. starving. So yeah, let's go for that. Let's okay, for thirty seconds time. starts now. <laughs> you got chips, crisps. Uh oh god. Uh potatoes bravas. I don't know if that oh. counts. Oh. Uh mash. <laughs> uh mash. Oh my god. Um Oh best of luck, mate. Oh, um oh, I was gonna say curly fries, but that's that's kind of chips already. Um oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> mashed Too potato. Much. New potatoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's a tricky one. What are we saying? Oh, that's like jacket potatoes. That... Oh, I'm just remembering them all now. Yeah, jacket, it's, it's oils, when it comes roast, to mind, isn't it? Croquettes. Ooh, croquettes. So oh, many wow. types. How much so... has your mum helped you with this? <laughs> Not at all. I just really like potatoes. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so, 
That round, Amy got four and Jackie got two. Oh, you're going to win this, Amy. I don't usually deal well under pressure, but it's working out right. I won't. I won't lie. Mm. Right, what's my what's my last topic? Should we have one last food related one just to yeah, keep it? Yeah, why not? Consistent. Let's do yeah. um sweets. Sweets. Okay. Types of sweets or brands of sweets. Drumstick. Um. Oh, Mawam. We'll go for. Uh, oh, I've said drumstick already, haven't I? Um. Oh, sherbet lolly. Dib dab. Uh, I'm not a big sweet eater, by the way. Haribo tang plastics, banging. Um, oh, best of luck, mate. Uh, rainbow drops. Uh, lemon sherbet. Uh, <laughs> okay, so at the end of that round, Jack got four and Amy got two. Oh, right. So what are we saying? Oh, I'm, I'm terrible at maths and you're the one keeping score. So what, what are we saying on points? Um, so, so Jack, you got 11 points in total. Yep. And Amy, you got 17. Oh, well done, Amy. <laughs> oh. So I'm normally... One slide victory. I'm normally the uh, the quiz champ, I would say. But... Um, <laughs> but you've, Put yourself uh, you've, to shame. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, we were talking about um, unlucky moments earlier, weren't we, Amy? So, Brian, yeah. do you have a do you have an unlucky moment you'd like to share with the uh, our, our kind listeners? Yeah, so um, I was thinking about this, and I had to cast my mind all the way back to two thousand and four, probably just because I'm I'm so lucky. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> um, I was on holiday in the Isle of Wight in two thousand and four, um, and I was always a little bit scared of swimming. Um, I was in the ocean just chilling out on a lilo and then the biggest wave you've ever seen in your life just came and knocked me off the lilo and I didn't know what to do. (laughs) I was scrabbling around underwater at the bottom of the ocean for what felt like forever until my dad Milk swooped in to rescue me. Um, Big up Milk. Yeah, but the bad luck does continue because... I was underwater for about three seconds, apparently. I felt like I was under there forever, but I was under there for about three seconds, I'm informed. And I am still being taunted about it 20 years later. So, <laughs> Oh, bless. <laughs> because Not apparently enough. I cried and said that I nearly drowned <laughs> being underwater for three seconds. So that oh. is um, something I get bullied about by my mum and dad. Every oh, day. How old have you been there? About nine, ten? Yeah, nine. Wow. In fact, no, eight. <laughs> yeah and you know i mean i i think we're all kind of a bit dramatic when when with that age but i would assume this happened when you were like four or five. Oh no i was a tragic child <laughs> i was absolutely tragic <laughs> to be fair though to be fair three three seconds must feel like ages when you're kind of in under that well, much panic and the, the like the bed of the ocean was really sandy and i was like pushing my hands down to try and stand up and it just kept slipping away so i was like oh i'm done for <laughs> <laughs> oh bless um so there you have it a great bit of fun to kick start the pod i don't think that was too bad to be honest and if you hear me or i mean i know Brian, this is the only bit you've heard of it but i'm sure uh I'm sure you'll listen once it's uh, all edited down. Oh, definitely, out. yeah. Yep. Um, so I'll be back hopefully next week with another mate of mine, or Amy, or or Bry, whoever whoever throws their hat in the ring, uh, with some more of the same next week. Please consider dropping us a follow on X, uh, commonly known as Twitter, at WoodyAFPod, and get subscribed to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or indeed wherever you get your podcasts. 
well, until next time, I've been Amy P, they've been Bryony, and I suppose he's been Jack Woody. And this has been Woody and Friends. Thanks, everyone. See you later.